This is Her Digital Empire with me, Erica Belvin, and today I am doing one of my beauty biz breakdowns with Chelsea Yadow, a lash tech based out of Hawaii who sells her own magnetic lashes, which were super successful during the pandemic, and she's going to talk about that today. Um, the transformations I see in women and the rest they get if they choose to take that time for themselves and to just sleep and chill or the therapy they get by the, the relationship we have, that they know that this is completely confidential. They can vent all they want. They can talk. No topic is off the limits in my life or theirs. Um, and then they wake up and they just feel they're able to access that inner light mm -hmm. that's sometimes hard when you look in the mirror and you see the bags under your eyes or whatever it is that you don't, you wish you could fix, you know, yes. um, but lashes distracts you from that and, and reminds you like, oh, I, oh, I'm so cute. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right, I still got right. a little bit of, you know, so I think the lash gasms for sure. Yeah. Me. <laughs> I feel like yeah. my face looks naked if I don't have my lashes on. I know. I, me too. I have been without lashes for a long time since the last shut down in like September, I think, because I wanted to work out my, my magnetic sets, like wear them for myself too. And like, try them out so that's part of the reason but the other reason is just i've been busy like yeah. a lot i've just been really amping up and leveling up stuff here so i'm just like i'm just gonna put on lipstick and i'll distract my face <laughs> well your and eyes look beautiful so oh thank <laughs> that you eyeliner is like on point i'm like <laughs> girl it's just i love 60s like that mod look yes I'm always like, how can I get more eyeliner on? I know. <laughs> it's an addiction. It's an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, never wrong. Um, so like what caused you to like, you know, well, let's talk about this really quick. So so you started off, you said working for somebody and and then you branched off, or how did that all kind of like go down? I started as a self-taught girl working on her family and friends. Um, and when I decided to do it seriously, I went to aesthetic school that offered a lash program, but I was still too cheap to take one because I didn't, I had already paid thousands to take a step school. They did not include the lash training. It was a separate cost and separate. Uh, and because I felt I had already learned the foundations through YouTube university, uh, which isn't a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I I just felt like I, I wasn't going to pay thousands of dollars for a two-day course. I didn't think that uh, I had already come so far without it. I didn't feel like that was a long enough time. And I know myself. 
I am someone who needs more of the handholding. I need the support system. I need the person coming over my shoulder saying, do you see that baby lash like right behind there, like sticking to the, and that's some, those small little subtle nuances of the skill and the trade that keep people coming back mm -hmm. and not damaging natural lashes is what I needed. So after aesthetic school, I still was doing lashes part-time. I still was doing my own self-taught thing, trying to find a support system. I reached out to a girl in Virginia. Uh, she was on my podcast this past Monday. Her name's Rakina Belty. She is amazing. She is on Instagram as the.lash.ceo. And she was like, she had the same problem of women having this scarcity mindset and not wanting to help each other and like holding all their trade secrets. Yeah. Like down to even what, where they bought their glue. Like I was still buying Amazon supplies because I wasn't licensed yet. I didn't have my, um, you know, certification. So it was really hard as a single artist, but there was nothing surrounding you to do so. Uh, so I, applied for I'm so sorry, I applied for a job at a really busy shop uh, of a girl I had been following since 2007. When lashes first came to Hawaii, she was the only one doing them. And so the fact that they were hiring, I felt was like, Oh, my gosh. And then the fact that I got in was like, Oh, it was amazing. And for four months, I actually had to apprentice before I touched anyone who would pay because that's how much growth I needed. And that's how much mentorship I needed. And I don't, and that was average for their shop for training girls to, to get to the level where they needed them to be. So I think that in and of, of itself says something about our education system sure. in the lash industry in that if it takes me, someone who would come kind of pretty far with, being self-taught an extra four months of six hour models thank god my friends love me um of just trying to get that technique down and relearn and correct mistakes i wouldn't say you should be self-taught i'm not saying that because youtube university you know they're not certified or qualified in any way however if you can find a mentor mentorship apprenticeship program i think that's the best way to go because then you won't waste your money However, I wasn't paid. Like, I legit left my security job, took my retirement out because I had been there 15 years, used that to live on while I, so I could do the apprenticeship. Wow. Like, it wasn't, it was a sacrifice, you know? Um, so I guess, but I now, I'm at a place where I feel like I'm, you're always learning, but the quality of lashes is excellent. Uh, not to say that, you know, I'm really not trying to brag, but you do get to a level where um, you're a master and you yeah. keep educating yourself and educating yourself and learning your craft and, you know, but it wasn't without sacrifice. So does that explain? Yeah, your question yeah. No, I, you know what? I was, uh, I was doing the lashes for a while, um, last year before, well, a little, little before like everything shut down and stuff. And I, mm -hmm. it was a place down here in San Diego. And I remember the first couple girls they gave me, I was like upset because I could just, 
they it just I knew I don't know yes. there was something about it yes, you so do. They gave me the best girl they had because I was like otherwise guys I'm gonna go find somebody else you know and sure. it was a corporate place down here in San Diego and they gave me the best girl and it was like fast it was easy there was no like poking at me and they were beautiful and like yeah. I just knew the difference and it was like, gosh, there's such yeah. a difference. And you know, um, like yeah. even yeah. The, the newer ones who I didn't like working with, they like fought me on stuff. If I said, well, I kind of want a wing, you know, they were like, well, you can't really do that. So yeah, you can. <laughs> the other girls do it. <laughs> you know? Translation. I don't know how to do that yet. <laughs> right. Uh, don't try to educate me. <laughs> You know, I know what I like when I'm getting them done. And so I know that there's a huge difference there. Obviously a big lap, you know, big difference in education there, right? Yeah, side note, your uh, magnetics don't have a wing. I put the link oh, in the middle. That's fine. Actually, that's so if you want. That's, no, I'm happy with that. I, I right now, okay. like, these fakes that I'm using right now, they're like super high. Like I like them high in the middle yeah. and, I, and I trim them on the sides. That's just kind okay. of my thing right now. Okay. Yeah, no, but no, I had a look I was doing where I had like dark hair and I was winging my eyeliner like yours and I had the wing yeah, yeah. lashes and I, you know, so gotcha. um, I'm really into makeup too. So, um, you know, I have these looks. I like, I'm like Christina Aguilera, like one. one yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, you know, I'm nice girl. Next minute I'm, oh. uh, what's it called? What was her? Bad bitch. Stripped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just all these different looks. Um, so, so, you know, and then as far as like being a lash tech, because, you know, I get this, I mean, this happens a lot in all of our industries, but especially the beauty, I see a lot of, um, there's just so much like it's the word oversaturated gets brought up a lot. There's so many lash texts. There's so many, you know, whatever of any person in the media industry, like what do you do to set your business apart? What makes your business unique so that, you know, they don't just go to some other business. Your, your, your that's business a good question. Um, that's a really good question because I live on an Island that has about 999 million or a thousand people so it's almost a million there are about 50 to 70 i would say shops open doing lashes um and then behind that are hundreds of girls who are just starting out or just doing it out of the house or aren't certified what sets your any industry what's gonna set your sales apart is i think number one your customer service and personality like i would combine those two because they're not buying your lashes you can because everybody starts out at a certain level and then you grow right but they come for your in the beginning they come for your personality yeah and they get connected to you in that relationship and you're they're buying you and the way you make them feel so i think that's a good sales like just overall tip like you need to be able to make a connection and build that relationship yeah. to build loyalty because they'll weather through you learning and growing. Right. Um, and, and then stay because, Oh, they went, they, you know, you got sick and they had to go somewhere else and they're like, Oh no, I can't go back there or I didn't get it as good retention or then the minutia or the minute details of the skill come in. 
Um, but once they know that you care about them and you have that relationship, that, that that's that's how you gain loyalty. And then they tell their friends about you, you know. What about getting them through the door? Do you do anything unique that you feel that kind of like sets you apart? Mm -hmm. You know, being in Pretty Rich Bosses, the coaching that we've, I've really started to utilize social media because I was pulling away from social media. You know, I'm 39 and I got kids and I ain't got time to just scroll through and watch what everybody else is doing because I'm just busy. And I also was feeling that it was making me feel bad about myself. I'm like, oh, how come I can't go on vacation like that all the time or you know, I, I think that's something that everybody goes through ebbs and flows of like uh, social media, I don't know, like fake book life kind of thing. Yeah. So because you're showing only the best, right? But then I had to shift my mindset because, you know, Instagram and Facebook are the number one and two um, Instagram platforms and I'm sorry, social media platforms. And that's where our clientele is. Yes. So once I shifted that mindset and really started DMing, I, I like people, just I'm a people person. And I'm also come from a performance background. So I'm not afraid of getting in front of the camera and just looking like it's a fool and just being stupid, but also like asking hard questions like about the education in our industry. Um, and I also worked for others I'm also, I was also a social media marketer for uh, politicians in right. very high levels of government. So governors and mayor, mayoral candidates. So I'm used to like haters coming for you and dealing with them. So I, once Sheila Bell is like, if you want sales, you got to work your DMs and you got to work your followers and just kind of like build relationships there. And build your Instagram profile so that they can get to know you without getting to know you, you know, because that's really, I knew early on that Instagram had become your por work portfolio now, especially for beauty artists and anybody in the makeup or, you know, art in the arts. Um, I just didn't want to get out there because I didn't feel ready. And now I feel I am ready. So that's one thing I would say is like how to get clientele in the door, be, have a social media presence so that as soon as they go search you because you, their friend got lashes from you, they can like immediately connect you on some level, whether they're a mom or a working person or somebody who likes beauty, you know, you're going to attract what you put out. Yeah. That's said a lot. I hear that a lot in books and stuff. Um, so have a have a social media presence where people can connect to you instantly and then they'll dm you and be like hey if you're so if that's if you want to go the instagram route you can go the low and slow route and try to open a shop that has high traffic but then that's a lot of overhead costs and we're in a pandemic so you risk a lot um make sure if you're going to go that route put in your contract that if with your owner if they're willing that if you close a COVID clause if you have to close to you know conditions outside of your control you don't have to pay rent that month or for whatever rent months that you're in quarantine and I've seen people do that too oh, wow. so it's not impossible and you can also do the word of mouth you can give referral cards 
with a discount in it. So if you do lashes, make sure everybody who walks out of your shop has your referral card with like a 10% uh, discount if they mention the name of the person they got the card from and present the card to you. I so see. there's like, you know, I would say those three things are things to try if you're not already doing them. So for someone who wants to get into lashing, um, like if I wanted to get into lashing today, like what are some like secrets or tips you can share with them to like help them get success? Get success. Don't give up. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Don't, I mean, take your moment to cry. Go into the covers, have a day with your Ben and Jerry's, go on a Ben and Jerry's date, but then get back up again and try again. Um, and find an apprenticeship mentorship. mentorship. That's what I would say. Because explore that before going to explore the two to three day classes, even a five day. I'm sorry, it's not long enough. You need somebody to like, it depends on your learning style, but I hear over and over again, I just did a rant on my IGTV about it. Like girls are giving up in the industry because they go to the two day classes, put out the money and then they have no support. And the person who taught them is so busy teaching other two day courses. They don't have time to sit with them and go, um, you know, you're holding your tweezers wrong. Your client isn't where they need to be. So you can't see the bottom of the lash line. So you're not attaching correctly. That's why it's poking. It's not fully attached. I mean, there are so many little things that you're constantly thinking about as you're, it's a skill set. There's a reason it, it costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I would, I would say apprenticeship mentorship program is like the number one way to get success. And then for marketing and sales, um, just remember that being busy, just because you're busy doesn't mean you're successful. You need to check your bank account and you need to make sure that your efforts are moving in the right direction, moving your bank account in the right direction. Um, and be clear about what you want as a, as goals, like be, be clear about who your person, your target market is. I don't know. Those are my tips. <laughs> um, and so like, like with your success, so would you, what do you attribute it to? Is it all the education? Cause that's like what you give all your, that's what you talk about a lot is education. Is that really, is that what it is for you? Uh, partially and having good, a good support system and my husband, shout out to big daddy. He's <laughs> like amazing. He's always like telling me you can do it even when I want to like, I can always go back to dialysis if this doesn't work out. <laughs> I truly love what I do. I really do that. I, I live in a household full of boys. And so the moments I get with these girls are super special to me and the relationships I, I get are super special. And the podcast is hilarious. Like, ah, I don't even, the stories that get written in like freak me out. I'm like, I can't even believe she went through this, you know? And, there are so many experiences out there that haven't even been shared yet. So I like the, the podcast is my passion project. I love it. That's the fun part. Um, it takes a lot of time though, like scheduling and like this stuff glitches and, and I'm learning so much from you. Like, I feel like the support system I have, not only my husband, but 
like, you're amazing. Thank you so much for everything you've given yeah. me already. And, yeah. and I feel like women are trying to help women more. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I know that I put that out on my platform all the time. Like, yeah, me ask me questions, you know, I'll try to help you as much as I can. Um, and yeah, education, your foundation, education, your education is your foundation and you're spending money on it. So pick, choose wisely. Don't just, um, Oh, her stuff looks cute. Like try to go onto private chat boards and, or on Facebook and ask like, Hey, has anybody bet the course? Like, has anybody gone to uh, so-and-so's course? Do you feel, are you still doing lashes? Uh, where they, do they have a good support system? I'm not trying to like say tear down the, the two day courses. I feel like there's a place for them in the industry. And I know a lot of girls are making money on courses online right now with the shutdown. But um, I will say that you, there's more needed. There, there needs to be a balance. So yeah, education 100, but then find a support system, a business support system. Because the last, I'm sorry. No, I'm with you on that. I, I think I agree about the two day courses. You, you can only take so many art classes. Before, if it's maybe it's not the thing for you. Maybe you need to learn, you know, business or you need to learn, I don't know, something else or something more one on one. Yeah, it really depends. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, for me, for sure. even yeah. as a graphic designer, like I have these courses that I sell, right? And I've been doing a lot of one-on-ones lately and I've been noticing people who have been in my courses for over a year because it's a month by month, you know, um, they'll sit with me and they're like, well, can you look at this? And I'll look at it and I'm like, well, you're doing this and this wrong. Switch, tweak this and do this. And then they're like, what? <laughs> you know, yes, that's like what yes. you need. You need somebody telling you like, like courses. I, 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 I this is kind of like my new mantra, like buying a course isn't good enough. You need a teacher. You need somebody who says, this is, this is what you need to do. This is what's wrong because it, it's tailored to you. You don't know what you're yeah. doing. You're in your own head, right? Like if you're right. like the girls who are doing my lashes, like they don't even know that they were doing my lashes wrong and poking me. They have, they clearly yeah. needed some extra work on them. Maybe, you know? Yes. Oh um, yeah. And that's the other thing. Like if you're in a shop, and you feel like you're not being supported by the shop owner and you're working commission and it's a un very unbalanced commission. I was lucky because my shop owner would come and check in on us. Oh. Every, at least twice a month, like watch us. She'd watch our steps, especially if the clientele was coming back and being like, hey, this chick, mm, this set wasn't good, this bill wasn't good. Um, even though they come back, then she'd come in and, in and like watch and try to tweak what she could. And she was very good about never like embarrassing us in front of the client. She would always say, hey, do you see that? Or she'd say, nice. And then later she'd pull us on the side and be like, hey, I noticed that your grow out, um, you're seeing what happens sometimes when you place the lash too far away from the lash line is that there's a rainbow effect of space so that their grow out is they're going to have to come back in faster and those lashes are going to fall over. So um, even down to those kinds of things. So yeah, if you're in a shop, make sure like you go to, go to your shop owner and be like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. My clients are saying they're feeling pokey because 
That's what I say. I just did a ratchet lashes IGTV as well. It's like, look, you're going to know if you got a ratchet set. It's pokey. Uh, it, it hurts. It pulls. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't like there's glue, just like this wall of glue. Um, and even when they're not doing mega volume lashes, you have those signs. So yeah, you were right. You weren't yeah. a good set. It wasn't a good set. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I have so many listeners, too, who are struggling amid the pandemic. I know we're, it kind of feels like we're, like, on the end, but then it's like, well, where, why isn't, you know, things are opening and closing, and it depends on the state that you're at, uh, in and everything, and it's just yeah. Um, have you struggled with getting clients, and, like, what, what would you say was the turning point for you? Like, what did you do to kind of get through that and push through that barrier? Magnetic lashes. Products. Magnetic lashes, 100 products. Uh, selling uh, things that were that were marketed towards COVID safety. Because everything with magnetics like you and I was distance. I didn't have to see you. I just, we did a Zoom call. I talked about, I looked at your face. I did my own personal analyzing by what strip lashes you wear. We talked about design. Um, you know, and then you can cut them if you want to. And, but I have a digital ruler that, that gets, uh, sent to you via PDF that you can just measure your eye out and I can cut them for you pre sending them out. I wish I had it with me. It's so cute. Um, but magnetics took off and I thought I'd have time to like do stuff do some for my family and friends so that they could wear them and be like, oh yeah, these are designer magnetic lashes. Shout out to SoCal Beauty and Brittany Strong, who's incredible. She designed those as a lash artist for lash artists so that we could make money during the pandemic. Um, and those are ones that really helped and made it so that, you know, you could sell something and still say, hey, because women still wanted their lashes done. They were like, hey, do you want me to come in a hazmat suit and then we'll just cut out a little a little uh, <laughs> area around my eyes and get my lashes done? Um, so that maintained uh, a semblance of presence. I wouldn't say I, like I was super successful, but I would say you need to diversify what you're doing. If you have a skill, whatever your skill is, if you know how to sew, if you know how to crochet, if you know how to talk, if you want to teach people how to talk in public or tips and tricks of finance, I mean, get online, write a course, yeah. you know, and sell it because that's where people are. Everybody's home or they were at that time. So Our state is still not fully open. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. They were, okay, wow, okay, great. Yeah, they were a pivot for me. And now they're going to Japan this year. I'm sending a batch to Japan with my girlfriend who's deploying. And so I hope to, you know, expand uh, people who want those. And so, yeah, I think magnetic lashes were a pivot during, I guess, an adjustment when you can't take clients and you don't want to break laws. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You have to get creative. Great idea. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. If you it is. If you can't get super popular. people, you get to them in some way, you know? And 
you figure out what you right. can do with them in the meantime. Um, I think that's yes. really smart. And I really think that, you know, everybody says, oh, it's temporary. I don't know if there's, I, there may be like a new normal where people are just used to, to ordering in or, uh, you know, not going out as much or they get used to their new habits. They may prefer sure. the, lash, the magnetic lashes over mm-hmm. paying, you know, what, what is it, like $75 a fill every two weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it might yes. Be, there might be new yes. So it's good to get in front of those trends before you kind of get left behind just because you're waiting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I actually heard about that product on a podcast that I listened to, ironically, and as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, this is what I need to do. Um, because I was like, shoot, man, open, close, open, close, you know, you either choose to continue to do it illegally and just on the DL or you pivot to something that you can feel ethically good about that is COVID safe and not putting your family at risk, putting your friends and yourself at risk. And it was completely distance. I mean, I sent, I sent some to Canada. I sent some to uh, California. I mean, it, it was just like, and there are up to 30 uses. Like, how do you go wrong? You're not going out that much. You know, you know that that it's not like even MAC, $17 lash, you know, glue lashes, I only wore 10 times, you yeah. know, so. Oh, yeah. Especially if you throw the mascara on like I do. Um, I had to. And then I would always lose them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd always lose them They're in my purse somewhere because by the yeah, but at the end of the night, I'm just like bra off, earrings off, lashes off, you know. Um, so the magnetic lashes come with a compact that you can just throw them back in your purse. They're not going to go anywhere, and they're fresh to wear the next day. So, yeah, they're really good. It was, it was a very smart thing to do. And um, for those of you who are listening, uh, she's actually sending me some lashes. I'll be doing a uh, test run uh, live on Instagram as soon as I get them. And so um, she's actually offering a, a 10% off discount code for anybody who listens to this podcast. It's going to be my name, Erica Belden. Um, 10% off your order on her website. And what's your website? Oh, actually, just DM me. It's in my oh, highlights. Okay. My website's janky right now. So in my highlights, there's magnetic lashes. Go look through their tutorials. There's what they look like, how they're designed, and then DM me your order, and we'll just work it, we'll work yeah. from there, and then Mo and all that, so no worries, so and easy, yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, like, I've been wearing, like, because I've had to do so many of these lives, you know, like you were saying, like, only once in a while was I doing lashes and stuff, because I don't have to go anywhere, but I've been doing these lives, and doing so much, and I've been wearing my lashes every day, and if you wear them every day, that glue pulls your lashes out. Yeah. Like, man, I'm going to love yeah. them. I'm probably going to be reordering. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm going to so I'm going to get a wig because I'm frying my hair. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just done with it. I do. So. Try chop mine. I like have this A-line going. I'm like, girl, chop it. I can't. Yeah. I just need something that is easy and looks good messy because I... I'm tired. I'm tired. I know. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you had one piece of advice for someone, I know you've given a ton of advice already, but if it was like the one thing um, for someone starting out in the industry, in the lash tech industry, what would it be? Sorry, guys. Like, I'm going to go back to the apprenticeship mentorship thing. 
find somebody who's gonna do that for you. Don't, I mean, sorry, take, take your two day course after that, or don't even like, if find an apprenticeship mentorship, save your money to that. So you can do that. And that then right. find a support system. Is one-on-one, is that common for like the lash industry doing one-on-one? No, it's not. Wow. No, no. I oh, mean, wow. no, I'm not gonna, no, I don't, I haven't seen those promoted. You're usually in a class of like three to eight girls. You know that, okay, so what I'm saying here is controversial and you can come for me. I don't, I, you know, I don't <laughs> got no 24,000 followers, come for me. <laughs> but there's an imbalance and the imbalance is between the educator and the student. Yeah. And the educator is making $5,000 a weekend in two days. And the student is paying that. And the potential to make your money is back there, but not if you don't have the support system and not if you don't have somebody to ask questions to like, or to show you you're holding your tweezers wrong, or you're not isolating the lash properly, or that lash cannot handle the weight that you want to put on it or your adhesive is not, you know, working right. There's just like too many things. Yeah. Too many of those things that you need time with. So I stayed at that shop for a year and I actually left to go work at a dermatology office because we just couldn't work out uh, the commission at the shop. Nothing bad, you know? Um, and so I wanted to do dermatology because I'm an esthetician. I wanted to build my medical aesthetic skills. And then I hurt my back and I was laid flat out for 10 months of 2020. I had to get a back surgery oh and they fired me. <laughs> they fired me because I couldn't work. You know, I don't blame them. Um, and that was another pivotal point for me where it was like, what am I going to do? What am yeah. I going to do? Can I go back? full time? Am I healed enough? I love lashing, you know? Um, so without the time at that shop and that mentorship apprenticeship, I don't think I would have done lashes and stayed and, and now been here where I am today. So yeah. And do, I mean, like, I don't even think I'm like super successful. I'm just doing, I'm just working. I'm just grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, I, I guess I measure success in different ways. Like I look at you and I'm like, damn, she's so successful, you know, uh, and you inspire me. So, well, everybody says it about themselves because, because I'm my worst critic too. So <laughs> I um, True. it's the standards, like you said, the standards you set for yourself. Um, so for sure, for sure. And your podcast, cause I'm like so into it. Um, so tell me about your podcast. First of all, like, tell me how you even got the idea of like telling these stories and stuff. And, you know, mm, it's so yeah. like for anybody who loves entertainment or anything like that, I totally recommend her podcast. Um, Pretty Pillow Talk. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's great. Like what, what got you into that? And, and like, tell everybody like what you talk about and stuff. Yeah, I, well, one, you know, I would have my girlfriends calling me. They'd be like, girl, you will not believe 
what happened to me today or like I'd have my own experiences that I'd have to share and be like how did I get through this um you know this and I'd had it on my heart because I listened to a lot of a lot of podcasts like I love interviewing people like you're coming back on my podcast. We, <laughs> I totally failed you the first time with our live. I love that so much. And I was so upset that I didn't record it. Um, so I love getting to know people and hearing their. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I love hearing people's stories and, and where they came from. And I'm fascinated. And I would hear Dak Shepard's Arm Cherries podcast. He'd always, the very first thing he does is delve into their past. Cause he's so like, he has, just this inquisitive mind of like, you know, their past is how they be got to where they are. And that's how I feel too. I, I want to know all, everything. And then, um, so I felt like I wanted to combine those two and I had had it on my heart to like, I want to start a podcast. Like I just couldn't find my topic. And then I thought at LashCon, I was at LashCon in 2019 and, um, they were just joking, like, oh, man, I wish there was a podcast that told all our stories where we could tell all our stories. And I'm like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. And I snatched that up, like, from that very moment, November 2019, or no, 2020. That was my, that's, I already, I had my graphic the first week. I had my name. I knew exactly what I was going to do. I started like asking people for their stories. I created them in a way where they're completely anonymous and completely like um, we cleanse them of all the details of who you would know. The names and circumstances have been changed or countries or states or whatever to protect, of course, the professional of the professionalism of our industry. However, there is not another person out there who doesn't want to hear like the tea. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I want to protect you and stuff like that. But girl, this is like, this is Black History Month. And I had an encounter with one of my clients who was racist. And that uh, episode is coming up and how we handled that. And she legit, like, was on my table, lying down with her eyes closed, fighting with another girl in the next room who was under my coworker. Like, they were yelling back and about what? <laughs> <laughs> well, because like my client, the walls were thin. So my client was talking sh- her racist, spewing her racist trash. And the other client could hear her and was like, just got so pissed off that she started calling her all kinds of names and like, let's go right now. And so like, I legit had to yell go around to my client, my coworker's room and be like, we're going to have you guys leave at different times so you don't fight each other. I'm so <laughs> sorry that my client has offended you. Uh, and you're, you know, I will personally pay for a discount off of your service. Like, I mean, you know, you Things like that. Like, who would have thought that, that would happen? And, like, you've listened to the podcast, so you hear, like, there's a electrolysis who set her client's butt on fire and another girl who got, you know, an STD and we had to go hunt her man down and kill him kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I had a one girl who, uh, a story she wrote, like, 
my client called me saying she had to cancel because she just caught her man with a whore. I'm like, girl, you don't have to text me for that. Right, right. <laughs> I feel like I, I can't make it today. Right. <laughs> but that's healthy. That's the emergency. <laughs> That's great. But at the same time, you have those clients who you will go and like beat anybody down if they touch them, you know? So, so like, um, the, all the stories, the funny ones, the crazy ones, the inspirational ones, I want to hear them all. And I think that there needs to be a place for that, um, in the podcast world, in the beauty world and where, you know, people can anonymously share all the funny things they've been through. And then I get to talk to other boss babes who've grown their businesses to six figures because oftentimes if you're working in a shop, even as a shop owner, you're averaging like, after all, you may be netting six figures, but you're not taking that home. I mean, grossing six figures, but you're not taking all that home. So I feel like you, like you have like several different layers of things you have your online courses and you have the podcast and you have you know multiple Instagram pages so I'm trying to I don't want you know I got I got young kids and my time is ticking with them so I'm trying to, to find that balance and every time I start to like run too fast ahead of myself um I have to pull myself back so I, I, think it, I think it's giving yourself a goal you know um in like the sales company I was in we called it a 90 day run so you told yourself 90 days, I'm going to go as hard as I can. You, you, you talk, you have a conversation with your family. You have a conversation with your friends. You say, Hey, listen, you know, for 90 days, I can't really do a lot. I'm not going to be able to do this, but listen, like life's going to change a lot after those 90 days. So just give me those 90 days. And then you, you don't worry about what you're eating. You don't worry about what you're, uh, you know, if you're getting your exercise for the day or whatever, you just go and go and go and do it. And, I, I was telling my husband, it's funny you say that. I was telling my husband the other day, like, I feel like we're on our 90-day run right now because we're just doing everything, both of us. And we're, we're letting a lot of other things go, you know? Um, like, we have our rituals, too. We love juicing in the morning and making our, you know, special breakfast and, and you know, doing our, our working out and walking. We love to walk by the ocean in the morning. And uh, there's... There's like $20 million mansions over here in La Jolla. So we, we used to walk our dogs around there and, you know, we would say which houses we want and stuff. It's kind of like a dream building plan. We don't have time for that right now, but we consider it to be our 90 day run. And so right now, like I'm not focusing on the balance. I'm focusing on the goal. And then I hit the goal and I give myself a little break. Right. And, um, we're going to go to Vegas in like March or April or something. And I'll probably will. Congratulations. Thank you. I got there a lot. It's like four hours away, but, um, but you know, hopefully I'll be able to have some me time too there. Hopefully it's a little bit more open, but also too, like I tell people right now, cause it's COVID like you can't go to the movies. You can't go like, you know, to the European Might as well house. work. Might as well make money. Might as well Why? make this the time. Nobody's going to see you gain weight right now. <laughs> you know, like, like go to the gym. And if they have, they've gone, gained weight too. Like there's right. no, nobody's judging. Who cares yeah, you, you, right now? You know, you, right now, you might not have, yeah. You might not have caught COVID-19, but you gained that COVID-19, girl. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I, you know, I was, I was supporting a lot of, of small businesses uh, 
restaurants this year. <laughs> you know? Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm uh, supporting local. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a thing. Take yeah, out. Support Lots local. Take support out. local. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. Um, so I would say, like, that's. I mean, to just circle back to your question, yeah, the podcast was inspired from the stories uh, that I hear every day from my friends and that I go through and that I think need, you know, it's, they're short. There are a lot of short ones that I think you can just pop on and listen to and get a laugh if you're feeling down or just like, oh my gosh, a, a thing to talk about with your friends or your family and be like, do you even know that you could, that could happen? Or in fact, I got another girl who's coming on next week on my podcast, another boss babe. She's incredible. Her name's Angelica Alberto. She's in Canada. She said that listening to my first podcast gave her the bravery to go and do her. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, you know, even these funny stories are inspiring people to like be brave and do things they didn't think they could do. So you just put your stuff out and you never know where it'll go. So I'm super excited about it. So yeah. um, as we finish up, tell everybody how they can find you, where they can find you. Yeah. They can go to DM you for the last 100%. The podcast, uh -huh. everything. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram as Lehua Lashes H I. So that's L E H U A Lashes H I. Um, that is a Hawaiian word. The Lehua Blossom is a flower. And it grows in hard conditions and volcanic rocks. And I figured if I could build this business during COVID, uh, I want something that represents something beautiful in a hard place. So that was that. So Leho Lashes HI on Instagram. We're building Pillow Talk podcast on Instagram. Uh, it's pretty Pillow Talk on IG, but it's, it's not ready yet. So don't go there. <laughs> um, or you can find pretty Pillow Talk podcast on any of the places you listen to your podcast so spotify anchor uh apple i apple podcast google podcast it's all there we're only in episode four so you can binge it very easily but i hope you love it and it's like my baby so i'm bringing on uh all kinds of great people including erica again and that's kind of how dm me just like insta is my thing like I'm open. Call me. I want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I so appreciate yeah. you jumping on with me today. I know it was supposed to be a live, but it worked out because now I can no. amazingly and I've got video now too. So <laughs> I'll throw you Yay. up. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so My much. My first YouTube. Thank you, Erica. Yeah, absolutely. And we will talk soon. Yes. Yeah.